Oh yeah! Welcome back. Another episode. Walks with Dad. It's another Tuesday night. It's pretty nice. Uh, it's been a good week. And i got some good stuff for you. So, jump right in. So, I heard a thing this week that said that this guy was talking about running track. And I know a lot of you guys have run track. And if you haven't, uh, you've probably played soccer or baseball or basketball or football or something. But the analogy was this. When you run track and you train by yourself, you pretty much go one speed. But if you want to get faster, you have to train with people that are faster than you. And I think I've coached a lot of you. Some of you I've coached. And this is kind of like next man speed. Like when you're at practice and you're just going through the motions at practice. Uh, you're not very fast sometimes. But when you go to a game and there's actual meaning in your mind to what's happening in the game, you turn out to be as fast or faster than the next guy. And part of that is one, you should work hard in practice because that's the most important is to do all the hard stuff while nobody's watching so that when you're when people are watching the hard stuff looks easy so there's one lesson but what I'm going at here is a couple different things one is that the people that you surround yourself with can make you faster or they can keep you the same or they can make you slower. So I remember back when I was in seventh and eighth grade, I did track before I could try out for the high school soccer team. You couldn't try out or play till you were in ninth grade. So track was the same time as soccer. So I did track and my first year of track, they split us up in 7th, 8th, and ninth grades, and that's who you ran with uh, for the first week or so of practice. And then in the second week, or the third week of practice, they took your time and they put you with people with the same time or a little bit faster time for the next week. And then the week before the meet, they put everybody back together and the people that were running with 
the faster groups the second week were usually the people that ran into meets because they had been pushing each other to be faster. So that was way back in seventh grade, a long time ago. I had a great coach. Uh, he's still around. His name's Gary Adams. He coached most of you guys too. And he's pretty smart. So one lesson I wanted to get out of this was pay attention to who you're running with. If you're running with people that are mediocre or that are running, you know, slow speed or they're not running the speed you want to be, then it's time to find some faster people to be with. And that can be in your fitness life. That can be at school. That could be at work. That's just a really good life lesson. Another thing I wanted to take out of that was that what you're seeing is people being examples. So the fast guy didn't just wake up and be fast. He might have been fast, but he wasn't super fast until he worked at it. And while he was working hard at practice, you might have been looking at him and you could have two thoughts. One thought would be, and that guy's lucky, I wish I was that fast. Or your other thought should be, um, what do I got to do to get there? How do I beat that guy? And I think that's uh, a really good lesson in life too. And I'd like to just talk about that for a second or for a minute or for however long this lasts. It might be a short one today. But lots of times when you're, when I was a young parent, I was always uh, telling you what to do. And I'm sure people in your life are telling you what to do now. Teacher, uh, your boss, still your parents maybe, uh, maybe a spouse or a boyfriend or girlfriend. Uh, so there's a lot of people telling you what to do. And when you were little, I would say, uh, get dressed, get in the tub, get your pajamas on, get to dinner, uh, you know, all the stuff. And then you got a little bit older, you got to be, or you were all know-it-alls, like from 11 to wherever you are now, sometimes still, you guys know it all, of course. Uh, and I would say, get your homework done, do this, uh, clean your room, uh, get to church, read your book, get to practice. And you had the opportunity and the choice to do it or not do it, or do it halfway and say you were done, or not do it at all, or get it done. And I've learned that nobody really likes to be told what to do, 
and I've learned that I don't like to be told what to do, but what I do like to do is learn, and I've picked a few people to learn from, to use as an example, and I'm trying to live my life so that it looks like a life that you'd like to live, which is uh, working on being successful every day and trying to be fit. And I'm working really hard on having a more open mind about everything that we talk about. And I want you guys to know that I'm trying to be an example for you guys so that one day you might be able to say, oh, well, Dad quit telling me what to do. And this is what he's doing. This is what Dad does. He does this. Or Dad said this. And maybe it's a good idea. Maybe it's not. So I want you to look back um, and or look around and see who you're following. You know, let's talk about social media. Who you following on social media? That's an example. Hopefully, there's somebody. Hopefully, you're not just doom scrolling with clickbait and playing the attention economy and doing likes and shares. That's useless. Hopefully, you found someone online that's in your line of work or. Um, Someone that does cool stuff that you want to do, or that is presenting really cool stuff in your for your school, or in fitness or food or, or whatever it might be that helps you get better. And I think it's really important to look at all the people in your life and determine if they are an example or if they're an anchor. And sometimes we have, sometimes anchors are a good thing and they keep you grounded and they keep you in the right place, but sometimes uh, anchors are something that just holds you back. And, uh, Then you could think about, well, what am I doing in my life to be an example to someone around me? And it might not be, it might not be anything big that you're doing. It might be, you might be doing really small things for you that might be big to somebody else. So, where are you being an example? I know a lot of you are uh, in the school. Four or five of you are in the schools. Are you being an example? Are you being kind? Are you uh, having good integrity? Are you doing what you say? Are you following through with what you're supposed to do? When you're on, are you doing the best you can do? Are you being the best you can be? Um, are you being an example at work where people say, Oh, Hey, look what they did. We should do it that way. And not, 
being a bad teammate and having people say, I don't want that guy working on my project. Uh, so think about that, where you could improve, uh, where you could find people that are a good example that are like the track team that would make you run faster or make you lift more weight or make you kick harder or, or shoot better baskets or whatever, flip better tiddlywinks, whatever you want to do. Uh, and then really think about uh, the way you carry yourself and, and how you can be an example for people around you. So anyway, that's my podcast tonight. Hopefully you got something out of it. Uh, I do have a pretty good joke for you. So last night I dreamed that I was a vinyl record. Really? Yeah, I did. And this morning, I woke up feeling groovy. (laughs) They just keep coming. They just keep getting better, too. Uh, Same rules as always. I love you, no matter what. And um, I know we disagree or don't think the same way about things, but uh, it doesn't change how I feel about you. Uh, Love you no matter what. So... If you uh, enjoyed the show, uh, share it. Or if you know somebody that needs to hear I love you, or hear a really good dad joke, share that too. And I hope you guys have a great week. You can catch me next Tuesday night for another episode if you want to be on my award-winning, super famous podcast. So, see ya.